0: B2B has the potential to be electrifying, but the industry is paralyzed by a culture of conservatism. Scared stiff in a straitjacket of rational ideas, it's time for change. It's time to make B2B marketing visceral. Join us as we uncover and explore the truth with leading B2B marketers. This is B2B marketing, the provocative truth. Hello, and welcome to B2B Marketing, The Provocative Truth. I'm Benedict, and today I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by Leah Hendricks, who is Chief Marketing Officer at Delta Capita. Leah, welcome to B2B Marketing, The Provocative Truth.
1: Oh, thanks. Nice to uh, be here. Nice to uh, have, uh, have me here. Thanks.
0: Exactly, exactly. Obviously, slightly disappointing that we're not face-to-face, but we are making the most of technology to bring you this. Um, now, I probably wouldn't do it justice if I tried to give you an introduction. So, Leah, do you want to just give um, our audience... A very brief overview of who you are and some of the sort of the key bits about you.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'll try and keep it short, um, but I have uh, quite a varied career by design, though. So, yeah. Um I guess in the early part of my career, I worked within advertising uh, before moving to corporate marketing. I started at uh, TBWA Advertising um, as an uh, executive in in digital. Uh, I was in digital strategy, focused on working with various agencies and different accounts. And then I wanted to gain um, vertical experience and uh, made that transition from agency to client side. I then did so to uh, work with first um, National Bank as marketing and events manager. And then after that with BCX, which is an IT company as head of brand. Um, But I then joined IBM, uh, really driving lead generation and channel marketing. So I was with IBM for a bit. And then Accenture. I uh, led marketing for Accenture Strategy and the client industries. Uh, um, And then uh, I moved to Oracle as marketing director, uh, focusing on digital prime business there, uh, on growth marketing as well, uh, and customer marketing. I joined Gartner for a bit, leading global uh, conference marketing and technology, and then Katosis as the VP of global marketing, really responsible for marketing, comms, and sales, and business development. And then, of course, where I'm at at the moment, I'm currently at Delta Capital and Prytec, where I lead marketing comes for two strategies because I'm the global CMO for uh, both um, uh, Delta Capita and Prytech, and Prytech is uh, focused on technology, and Delta Capita is the financial services division of Prytech. So uh, quite a interesting background in terms of it being varied
0: i mean not only is that varied but that is incredibly extensive <laughs> that's <laughs> a really really very very impressive cv um, i think I'm, I'm very interested that you obviously started off within uh, agency world and then you made the switch yes. and that might be something that we pick up on um later but the way mm-hmm. that we like to kick things off on the beast mouth provocative truth is with a provocative truth Thanks. And obviously, we had a conversation before we came on, and it's around that uh, relationship between marketing and the board. So I'm going to put to you provocative truth that we are still in a situation where the board don't respect marketing, and they don't see them as a strategic partner within the business. Is that something you agree with?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, you know, it is a provocative truth, and we're focusing on that. I certainly think it is the case. Um, I've seen it in many, uh, you know, instances in previous roles, but also in the industry. Um, if I look at my current role and, and you know, uh, kind of space in, in Delta Capita, uh, I think certainly having a board that supports marketing and understands marketing as value really helps. But um, it, it, it is... Uh, the case in in the industry. I think surprisingly, um, it seems that CMOs themselves might be questioning their own right to sit in in the boardroom Mm. or really, you know, at the table. So it's quite disappointing to hear. I think, you know, I read an article um, from Deloitte or it was actually in Marketing Week uh, and it quoted Deloitte suggesting that I think it's 5% of marketers that had confidence in their ability to actually influence the overall direction of business and then really garner that support from peers. So I know where this comes from, though. Um, you know, I, I know this. Fortunately, this view actually doesn't seem to be shared by other C-suite, though. I do think that uh, this is based on, on Deloitte's study, actually, saying that almost 50% of CEOs think that CMOs are actually highly effective. And so do CFOs and uh, CHROs and CIOs. But that's because they require marketing's help so that's why they actually, you know, don't agree with that, but it's not the case actually when it's delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, you say one thing, but actually you do another.
0: And, and so, so what's your analysis then for why there is still either whether it's a truth or whether it's a perception that marketing is suppressed within within organizations and isn't seen in that strategic sense
1: yeah because i mean i would support the latter in terms of you know of that view merely because i think marketing has to earn their seat at the top table right the role that marketers play in steering companies and boardrooms has never been more relevant than it is now so i think it's tricky because as marketers these days right we actually need to be all things to all people Um, with many actually not having clear objectives. So even if defined by the CMO, executive committees and also boards expect marketing to drive the employer brand, um, culture agenda with HR, right? And then you're looking at growth marketing, working closely with the CFO and the evolving digital um, and MarTech focus with the CIO or the CTO. So it's such a mix of roles with this kind of real lack of understanding of what marketing and communications really is, um, you know, so many actually see the end results and the outcomes, but not many are interested in understanding how you get there. And I think that's the tricky thing.
0: Uh, that's really interesting what you say, and it, it's if i was to sort of rewind to the big sort of the middle part of what you're saying, um, mm-hmm. and you're talking about how marketing marketing simultaneously needs to be leading. It needs to be leading from an internal sort of cultural development perspective with HR. It needs to be partnering with IT when it comes to looking at sort of MarTech. Now, do you think actually sort of marketing has become too broad? And because it's become broad, it's lost its definition and it's sort of very understandable and tangible sort of role within an organization do you think it has become too broad
1: no i think um marketing is at the forefront of being able to do all of those things certainly i don't think it's become too broad i think it's become so relevant right especially Mm. being in b2b um, we as cmos we at that kind of peak of being able to you know take the opportunity and really drive things forward i don't think it's broad as i said it's more a sense of understanding what the objectives are so it's clarity it's basically all these key stakeholders that marketing need to work with because CMOs are at that position in the firm where they can actually connect with all of those C-suites and not only from an external perspective with customers, but also internal. So I think CMOs are well positioned. It's more the clarity of understanding what is it that we want to achieve? What are the objectives that we want to achieve? And I think the role of marketers on boards is about contributing that actual uh, overall revenue, the value of what marketing can bring to the bottom line and the table. And mm. it doesn't always get to that discussion, actually. So it's how do the, um, what are the objectives? How do you actually outline that to make sure that marketers are achieving what boards expect
0: them to achieve? That's I that's interesting. And I think you, you talk there that actually CMOs are often, if they have got the right position but you say that there is that lack of clarity. Now, who's responsible for that lack of clarity? Is it because CMOs are not properly getting a grip of all of that responsibility and clearly articulating the role they need to play to the the rest of the board? Or is it that the board don't have clarity on marketing's marketing's role and therefore can't set those objectives and be directional in that uh, that respect? I'm sure it's a combination of the two, but where do you see the real fundamental breakdown occurring?
1: Yes, I think it's it's marketers are defining that, and I've certainly seen that. Right, you you you're basically in the position of saying this is where the strategy is, this is where marketing can contribute, this is what we're trying to achieve. And I certainly think that the expertise that marketing bring, uh, especially in the role of, of boards, is positioning the company to its kind of greatest advantage, right? How do you actually see that in the market? Contributing to its overall vision and strategy by actually seeing that bigger picture beyond just the company, right? Promoting uh, kind of goods and services and then actually generating that actual revenue. So I think that's it. It's basically saying, are those... The key things that we actually want to achieve are we all on the same page or are we being pulled in different directions because the board is uncertain right of what they actually see as value in marketing so it goes back to that point i made around how do you actually understand what marketing does and how do they contribute or are you just seeing the end result and assuming that that's what uh, marketing's value is
0: and for me listening to that and i appreciate maybe a slightly different opinion then. It must be beholden on marketing to better communicate that internally. If there is still that little bit of understanding, then there's a responsibility to make sure that the whole business understands precisely what marketing's role is, what marketing's contribution is, and how marketing should be used within the organization.
1: I agree with that because I think it's more a case of the business not understanding where they want to go. So it's a case of, uh, you know, marketing supports a business strategy. So the CEO actually defines, you know, how how are we actually going to take this forward work with the executive team of which CMO sits on that executive team. But it's often seen as, you know, the understanding of marketing is vague or it's less grounded because it's Mm -hmm. not, uh, you know, set in uh, numbers or revenue, right? Even though you are driving revenue numbers, you have to have the right marketing tools or the right MarTech stack. And all those things in combination will actually help set that value. So um, I think getting to that point is defined by marketing, but uh, boards don't actually uh, either see the value in investing in the right technology or actually want to spend and invest in, in, in the right areas to be able to achieve that. So personally, I'm not convinced that the, you know, this latest trend to kind of ditch marketing as well in 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 favor of job titles like for example uh chief storyteller right we've seen boards and um uh, firms actually say oh we need to change marketing to storytelling for example because this kind of vague understanding of what marketing does let's make it very specific Unless the company culture actually supports the description that you're actually going to have storytelling and it's going to be linked to um, culture or you're going to be be linked to employer brand, uh, those specifics are not there and that's where it breaks down.
0: I, I agree. My, my analysis, actually, just listening there is uh, I, I agree with everything you've said there. And I think that marketing as a department and, you know, leading from the CMO, they they are clear about the role, the contribution, what they what they need to do. But as you say, there's that breakdown and actually the board, there's that misunderstanding. Um, so for me, though, I feel that therefore it's the responsibility of CMOs and marketing to educate upwards. If the board aren't understanding, then we need to be doing more to make it very, very clear about what that role and responsibility is. And we need to be clear about how marketing needs to help set that bigger company strategic agenda, which then cascades down into marketing objectives.
1: Yes, definitely. I think that's what I was alluding to earlier is basically saying that we can define that as marketing, but we do need the support of that kind of understanding. And, you know, marketers educate quite a lot, but uh, whether, you know, boards or executive uh, team members or fellow executive team members take the time to actually understand it is a different thing. And I think that's it. Unless, you know, you can continue educating and unless the executive team actually want to spend time actually, you know, valuing marketing uh, at the table, uh, they won't actually, you know, spend the time going through understanding it or actually um, being able to acknowledge it. So I think that marketing function in in, in driving gravitas and delivery of effective digital transformation is where we actually going. That's where marketing can actually add value. And that's where we can educate boards to start understanding uh, the value that marketing can bring
0: uh, to the table do you think we need to be a louder voice within the business and you know almost be that sort of provocateur that sort of forces the agenda with CEOs uh, you, you said there that sometimes it's a situation that if the board don't want to listen then it's very difficult to educate but perhaps if that's the situation we should be more almost not in, in a positive and constructive way you know in their face saying well no this is really really important this is a business critical consideration for you you will listen to me do marketers need to get that more confidence and back themselves a bit more
1: yeah uh, i i certainly agree yes i think Marketers are um, moving in that direction. Like I said, I think at the beginning of, of uh, at the podcast, I was saying that marketers are not um, seeing a lot of value in themselves, but that's purely because of all those kind of connections with all the other C-suite um, and the noise, I think that's actually mm. breaking down their confidence levels. But yes, they do need to get tough and uh, actually manage upwards, as it were, with the board's in ensuring that they're actually delivering on the right things. And I think this is it, that education is about um, being able to speak the right language. So I think often marketers are not necessarily um, uh, delivering or showcasing the right metrics. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've seen that as well, right? Um, uh, Not personally for myself, but I have seen certain discussions where board members have said, oh, well, when we've worked with uh, certain individuals, this is what, you know, uh, the metrics has been so. I think it's ensuring that uh, it requires the right metrics and the right language, um, because showcasing, let's say, for example, how many retweets or tweets you've had, uh, you know, uh, is certainly not something that boards are interested in. But showing that accountability in, in measurement and um, what I would like to think is is the actual three V's, right? I, I work with three V's: is volume, value, and velocity. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the kind of board wants to see numbers, they're looking at the volume of activity, the value uh, of that activity, and then the the velocity of that activity. So those are the three V's and then the story that kind of supports that. So those are not the only things that matter when marketing leaders get to, you know, in front of boards. But it's certainly for me. Uh, showcasing the the performance. And that's the right metrics. It's, it's using the right language that actually delivers what would be interested or, or what they're interested in and, and and what would be interesting for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, you, you talk there around sort of the, it's, it's the confidence, it's the language, it's the right sort of metrics. And on, on the confidence side of think I was speaking to um, uh, Barney O'Kelly, who was on the podcast a, a couple of months ago, and he was talking about this idea that he feels that marketing's almost lost its swagger a little bit and we need to recover some of that uh, mm-hmm. that that confidence to um to win the argument internally um now i think just to sort of and i think you've given a really really nice breakdown almost in terms of what marketing needs to do now i'm sort of reading that at delta capita You've got that support. You've got that seat at the the table. But I would imagine that potentially at some previous companies you've worked at, and you don't need to name names, Mm -hmm. it was almost a bit of a more of a position that marketing had to negotiate to get to that sort of position. I'm just wondering if there are any you know anecdotes or words of wisdom that you could share from your past experience about how you've overcome that and managed to get that seat at the table.
1: Yeah, certainly. I think um, you know, I think. It's, it's always going to be the case. All right. I don't, you know, getting to the support that uh, having a board member understand marketing helps uh, certainly, right. I think uh, that certainly uh, helps build the confidence as well. Um, but it doesn't mean that even at Delta Capita, you know, I, I actually had to ensure that that confidence is, is actually built. So uh, making sure that you have those clear understanding of what it is that you want to achieve, but referring to previous roles, I think certainly the discussion is always showing ROI mm-hmm. um, and that's been, you know, every discussion is, is making sure that you have the engine in place that's actually going to deliver um, revenue. So it always goes back to revenue uh, is what the board are interested in, right? Um, so you need to kind of do the, 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 the actual homework around the storytelling, the insights, Um, And then the numbers, Uh, how are you actually going to deliver and showcase those numbers that will then build the confidence? So it's a very big challenge that marketers have but um, you, know, you almost need to outline, is it ABM and lead generation that's actually going to effectively showcase uh, the value that they want to see. Uh, mm-hmm. In previous roles, I've had sales report to me and we had to be quite clear on inbound and outbound that's actually going to deliver revenue. Um, at, uh, uh, at Delta Capital, obviously, you know, I, I don't have sales report directly into me. It's, it's, it's a different structure, but you can see that it's also dependent on the structure that you want to position. Will help define that revenue and that ROI as well. Um, so it goes back to KPIs. Um, certainly. I think the other thing to note is uh in my current role, MAs are quite a strong focus for, for uh, our dashboard as it were, or our metric as marketing. So for every merge and acquisition that we we actually drive, we have an integration of, of brands. And um, from a board perspective, the success of that integration is also critical and they see value in that. So while there's revenue, it's also understanding uh, whether marketing has been able to integrate brands. Has marketing been able to help drive that value proposition with clients going forward, you know, with the integrated brands uh, as it were now. Um, have they ensured that the culture elements has been integrated really well? retaining and attracting of staff through 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 the MA as well. So it's interesting to kind of see that dynamic that yes, it's revenue focused, but it can also be clear in terms of MAs and what those outputs are as well.
0: And I think it's it's I like how you've sort of talked about all of the different measures and and the, the metrics um that can sort of communicate that value. But what I also like, and you've mentioned now a couple of times, is the words storytelling when you are talking about the value of marketing you're talking about the value that's being delivered and I think that that's something which is often overlooked by marketers when they're communicating internally now our job as marketers when we're communicating externally is to be a storyteller is to put the product the attributes or whatever it is we're trying to sell into a narrative in the vernacular of the audience we're trying to reach But then suddenly, when it comes to presenting back to people within the business, we seem to forget that. And it just becomes about, well, these are the metrics that we've delivered. This is the activity that we've done. And I think that it's an underutilized skill almost to market marketing within the organization.
1: Definitely. And I think um, what, what I've certainly done and what we continue to do even in Delta Capita is focus on... On positioning uh, marketing more from an internal brand and employer brand position. So, show the value of how we work with our HR counterparts as well to enable what the value of marketing is internally as well. So, marketing markets the value through, um, you know, kind of enabling through sales, but also through um, HR. So, you know, we look at how we tell those stories from our own people. Um, we drive that uh, connected, collaborative culture, right? So we enable living our values um, and actually seeing the power of marketing, working with uh, various different stakeholders in the business. So I think that's one way of marketing, actually marketing themselves to the business, is spending a lot more time and focus on enabling and, you know, a collaborative uh, workforce, but at the same time initiatives like, you know, diversity and inclusion, for example, um, that's certainly helped marketing actually position the value beyond just an external customer facing revenue number, but also making sure that our own employees are actually, uh, you know, kind of well-connected, retained and actually feel um, as one. So, you know, we've got this one DC approach Um, that's certainly marketing helps drive.
0: Cool. That's great. And and I think I've got my, I'm about to hit you with the final question, which um, is the one that we always ask people at at the end, but I think just very, very quickly is I've really enjoyed this discussion. And actually when we're looking at sort of that, that role of marketing in relation to, to the board, yeah, that's, that's a conversation a lot of people have, but I think we've touched on quite a few different dimensions there, which is really, really pleasing. Um, So to finish off, um, I wanted to put the question to you, which is around um, when you last saw something, and it could be within B2B or it could be in B2C, but a piece mm. of marketing content, uh, an advert, uh, just or any piece of communication that you had you know, a deep emotional sort of reaction to that you really felt in your guts. Uh, and that's something that we really wanna drive within um, B2B because I think that's where the opportunity is. So yeah, what, what's really stood out to you recently?
1: Oh uh you know I can I know exactly uh the one that actually has touched me is actually um B2B to C actually in a way but it's Virgin um there's a, a campaign by Virgin Atlantic um that is focused on championing people and customers yep. and it's around seeing the world differently mhm and when I actually saw this, I was actually um, at the theater. I was actually watching a film and it came up and I, you know, I had this immediate visceral reaction to it because it captures, it's a brilliant ad and it captures um, uh, you know, the, balancing people and people centricity and actual uh, customer centricity. So I think B2B brands uh, need to tap into these emotions a lot more But at the same time, we know that Virgin obviously, you know, is also a B2B brand in a sense because they engage with, you know, many other businesses. But I love that it drives this effective marketing because they used customer data and research to speak to their audience and make it quite personal. So they understood the difference uh, of their customers and being authentic. Um, And I think that sense of authenticity and Capturing different race, culture, ethnicity, um, different individuals—you know—that inclusion and diversity came across. So it captured that unique, charismatic individual that every customer could connect to. And I think B two B lacks that at the moment—that sense of emotional uh, connection in the stories that we tell.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It lacks people. It lacks that real human touch to it. And I think I know the campaign that you're talking about. And I think that there's the one that I always remember for that is. There's there's the guy with facial tattoos. And I think the the copy reads alongside it, fly at your own altitude, um, which obviously you've got the connectivity with the the sector and the category, but clearly talks, as you say, to that sense of individuality. Um, So I I fully agree in terms of this is what B2B needs to recapture. It's that sort of human truth that we need to show because that's what people relate to. That's what people respond to. Exactly. So thank you very, very much for sharing that. And and thank you very, very much for joining us on the the, the podcast. As I said a second ago, I found that really, really interesting conversation. And I think for me, it's um when we are trying to communicate marketing's value upwards, and I think that marketing actually has a big responsibility to take to actively um doing that, you know, those sort of the framework that you referred to, very, very helpful in terms of the three Vs, uh, value, volume, velocity. But I think more than anything, it's about thinking about how you can communicate that value in their way of understanding so that's using the right uh language it's using the right metrics that it relates to and also more importantly than anything telling a story that they get caught up in so they can be effectively affected by marketing in the same way we're trying to affect our, our target audience as well it's a skill that we use on a day-to-day basis um, so why not use it to our advantage to further the interests of marketing um, absolutely
1: definitely couldn't wonderful. agree more but thank you
0: wonderful well thank you very very much um for for joining us on b2b marketing the provocative truth
1: thank you thank you for having me
0: b2b marketing the provocative truth is brought to you by alan agency find out more head to alan-agency.com you can stream b2b marketing the provocative truth on apple Podcasts, spotify or anywhere else great podcasts are found and don't forget to click subscribe to ensure you don't miss out on any future episodes on behalf of the team here at Allen, thanks for listening